This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. And welcome everybody to a Pinky in the Brain episode of the Animaniacast. This is Maurice Lamarche, the voice of the brain, and you are listening to the Animaniacast. Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. They're Pinky and the Brain. Yes, Pinky and the Brain. One is a genius, the other's insane. Their holiday plan is to overthrow man. They're Pinky, they're Pinky and the Brain. Brain, 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 brain. By the dawn of Christmas Day, their plot shall be unfurled. They'll control the earth and bring joy to the world. The Pinky and the Brain, it's Pinky and the Brain. They'll have the merry gentlemen singing this refrain. That after Christmas Eve, the world will believe. The Pinky, in Pinky and the Brain, 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 Brain. And welcome to the Animaniacast. We are the only podcast that talks exclusively about the animated series, Animaniacs. And right now you're probably asking yourself, what are we going to do tonight? Well, it's the same thing we do every night, or at least every uh, month or so. We try to talk about Pinky and the Brain. We revisit all the cultural references and gags. And of course, in the end, we're going to give this episode a Water Tower rating. I am Joey, and joining me are my two jolly co-hosts in Los Angeles. It's my brother, Nathan. Uh, Oh, look, a decoy. (laughs) And across the country in Georgia, it's Kelly. I want to be a dentist. (laughs) I was was wondering if you'd pick up on that little reference right there, Kelly. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes, I did. Yes, you did. Well, today we are talking about a very special episode of Pinky and the Brain. We're, of course, talking about... The Pinky and the Brain Christmas special, which uh, this is, you know, I think one of the highlights really of the spinoff series uh, for many people. It uh, it's, a, it's a really cool episode, and I'm really excited to talk about it with you two. And uh, if you were to summarize this Pinky and the Brain Christmas special in just a few words, what would you say, Nathan? Uh, Santa's in it. Yes, he is. And he's voiced by the... <laughs> I forget the actor's name, but uh, he's voiced by the guy who who was in the Terminator movies, Earl Bowen. Oh, I thought tr- you were going to say Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, no, no. And I was like, wow. Who would have known he had that much <laughs> range? Range, I know. I know. No, he's just the bald guy from uh, Terminator 1, 2, yeah. and 3. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, okay, <laughs> Kelly, what about you? I thought it was really heartwarming. Yeah, it is. It is definitely has more heart to it than uh, most uh, Pinky the Brains that we've ever watched. That's for sure. Well, yeah. uh, Nathan, tell us, when did this Christmas episode of Pinky and the Brain premiere? I'm guessing like uh, Halloween or something or close to it. <laughs> no, um, uh, that was our last one. We oh, did that's Halloween right. One. Oh, yeah. 
Um, sorry, we did the Pinky in the Brain Halloween special or whatever. Now we're doing the Christmas. It's so funny. Uh, this one it came out Wednesday, which is weird because these all come out on a Sunday. So I don't know. Wednesday, December 13th, 1995. Uh, that was the same week as the movie's uh, Sense and Sensibility was released in Heat and Jumanji. If you've I was just watching Sense and Sensibility again the other day. And I hear they're making another Jumanji or they've just made one, I guess. Yeah, it um, just came out. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy uh, just ended its fifth and final season. Yeah, kind of, kind of sputtered to an end right there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and Chris Reeve is released from physical rehab after falling from his horse in a riding competition. Wow. Okay, that's the nineties. That's the nineties, everyone. Sense, <laughs> sense, and sensibility. I've never seen, but of course, Jumanji. Oh, it's so good. Well, I need to. I need to see it. I suppose. Alan Rickman is so good. In Alan Rickman was good in anything he was in. He's just yeah. such an awesome guy. Um, but of course, Jumanji, yep, just the third, I guess you could say it's the third movie in the series, sort of. Kind of. I mean, them all like, together, sort of. The second one is like nothing to do with the first one. <laughs> it's somewhat connected in that they mention uh, Robin <laughs> Williams' character, I guess, right? So, yeah. It's sort but, of connected. Um, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the third one, according to Rotten Tomatoes, was not horrible. Although I have no <laughs> interest in seeing it. That's definitely like, I'll, I'll see that on Netflix when that comes out. So, well, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's okay. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'll end up seeing it, but I have no expectations exactly. for Exactly. Well, you know, hey, that's sometimes the best thing to do. And, of course, <laughs> this move, of course, this episode is coming out right after we've all seen the Rise of Skywalker as well. Ooh, now that one I already have tickets for. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> I do. And yes. have had tickets for. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'll have to see if Baby Yoda makes an appearance in this <gasps> one. Of course, let's see. How old would Baby Yoda be? He would be like, uh, you know, like 80, maybe a little, you know, less than 80. So he's like a, you know, teenager Yoda in, in this it's one, right? Not now. even, though. Not even. Well, who knows? He's how like they, two they, right now, right? So he'd be like, three right but who knows how those yodas you know adapt yeah, you know they could, they could have this giant growth spurt <laughs> he's too cute <laughs> or she he's mad. we don't know well anyway yeah it could be baby yaddle why isn't anyone ah! called baby yaddle? <laughs> we don't talk about that we don't talk about yaddle <laughs> i mean okay. like who do you think baby yoda's mom is? is i don't know what you're talking about it does not exist <laughs> Maybe there was no mother or father. It was just all midichlorians and stuff. Exactly. And... That's that's what I'm believing. Okay. Well, anyway, back to the pinky of the brain. <laughs> We're going to go and talk about this. And uh, let's talk about the first, first things first. It has a new theme song. And this is pretty cool because not only usually we, you know, when we get these things on Animaniacs or maybe pinky in the brain or something like that, they just put snow on top of the theme and that makes it Christmassy I guess but mm-hmm. in this case they actually did change the lyrics a bit so uh, that was that was cool to to see um, what did you guys think about this new adapted uh, opening theme I liked it I also enjoyed it uh, <laughs> I like that and they are going to bring joy to the world it's, yeah, that was my favorite part. That was my favorite part as well. Just the the splat at the end of the uh, Joy to the World was quite mm-hmm. funny. Well, um, getting into the actual episode, it starts off with the brain feverishly working on 
something. Um, while Pinky, meanwhile, is very busy having a lot of fun writing a letter to Santa. Dear Santa. In the middle of Pinky writing his letter, he turns around to what he who he thinks is the brain, but it's not the brain. It's this doll that brain snuck behind him. It puts out this hypnotic ray, and the hypnotic messages that brain gives him start controlling Pinky. Things like, you know, clucking like a chicken, which Pinky forgets how to do. Cluck like a chicken. No. Trying to talk like William F. Buckley, which... Of course, Pinky doesn't know who that is, but he knows who Regis is. Impersonate Regis Philbin. I'm out of control! And eventually, you know, the let's see, he falls, I believe he falls onto the brain, uh, and then the head pops off. And so, it of course, lands right down. Pinky thinks that the brain has been killed. However, it's not. This is the newest scheme the noodle noggin doll. Noodle noggin. That sounds familiar, but we'll talk about I, that in a minute. Oh. <laughs> we'll talk about it in a minute. I thought you were going to ask what it was. Uh, well, we will mention it. Uh, they go over their different schemes that they've had before in the past, uh, including one where they went all the way back in time to the first Christmas. <laughs> and uh, that, <laughs> we won't, that uh, this is a different Christmas, though, they're talking about. Anyway. Um, they they mentioned about all the 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 fact that they're going to have to make a bunch of noodle noggin dolls, so it turns out that they need more help at the North Pole. So they decide to go and apply as elves at the North Pole, and basically they look out and they say, you know, which way is the North Pole? Oh, it's north, you know, and then go off to commercial. <laughs> uh, anyway, there's there's some there's some references definitely to talk about. Let's let's first talk about Noodle Noggin Kelly. Of, where would we have seen Noodle Noggin before? Big ears, Noodle Noggin. Big ears, Noodle Noggin. That's right. It was so cool to see. I, I believe the episode was uh, Puppet Rulers. I believe, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. That one. And I, it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, I should mention that this episode, this Pinky and the Brain Christmas special was written by Peter Hastings, and it was directed by Rusty Mills. And I don't know, Nathan, can you, while I'm yammering, can you check to see who wrote um, Puppet Rulers? Because it, I, I'm guessing it might be Peter Hastings, but I don't think it's any coincidence that uh, the Noodle Noggin doll is, is making a return. This time in a very creepy way, however, with uh, glowing green eyes that make the whole room fill with a creepy light but i thought it was pretty cool um he mentions william f buckley william f buckley was a conservative commentator of the 80s and 90s he uh you know or I, I believe even the 60s and 70s i just remember seeing him in the 80s and 90s as a kid um on meet the press and things like that but uh of course you uh, watch meet the press when you were a kid uh, yeah i like politics <laughs> I liked politics when politics was actually fun to talk about. Yeah, you know, like when people were a little more civil and stuff. That would that was fun. Uh yeah, not not so much anymore. <laughs> um Nathan, did, were you able to look that up? No. 
I did look it up. Oh, okay. And the answer to the question that you had asked <laughs> mm-hmm. about who had written it. Yes. It was Tom Minton. I was totally mm-hmm. wrong then. It was, uh, but the story was by Peter Hastings. Well, there you go. And it was directed by Barry Caldwell and Dave Marshall. There we go. Okay, so Peter Hastings <laughs> has some sort of, uh, you know, connection he with. He came the, up with the idea. He just didn't know it. Yeah. So there he's go. There you go. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, Regis Philbin. He's mentioned. I'm out of control. Uh, and a great line of uh, uh, talking about applying the North Pole to what? Um, Elves wanted for holiday rush. Apply North Pole. Pinky. Are you pondering what I'm pondering? Well, I think so, Brain, but apply North Pole to what? The elves, Pinky. Santa's workshop is the most productive manufacturing facility in the world. Apply North Pole to the elves? (laughs) Anyway, and and really the only other quick little cultural reference I think I could find was they talked about being popular toys and they were, you know, stuck to the car windshield or the glass, I should say. And uh, that was very much like Garfield toys back in the 80s and 90s. I really... I forgot about those. You had one of those? No, I forgot about them. Oh, yeah. Well, I really wanted them when I was a kid. I really... I There was... um. I think I had a Roger Rabbit version of them uh, where you had Roger Rabbit suction cups. But yeah, those used to be on so many different cars. And I, I guess people got rid of them. I, I'm assuming they are not the the safest thing to uh, have in your car. There was probably some yeah, accident that was caused because of one of them, and then toy manufacturers decided, yeah, let's stop making these and stop getting sued. That would be my You're guess. Creating blind spots in your car is just uh... yeah. That's that's how that's my guess of how it they stopped making those. <laughs> if I were a betting man, but anyway, uh, what were some of your favorite moments, guys, in this first segment? Uh, Nathan, let's start with you. Oh, I just, I really love the line read of the North Pole. That would be, uh, help me brain. And then they both say North at the same time, but not quite. It's just the the timing is so perfect on Pinky, like trying to say it at the same time as brain, but. North Pole, right brain. Um, help me brain. That would be. North. North, right. It, it just doesn't, it just, he missed it. He missed it. <laughs> I just think, I don't know. Every time I hear it, it just makes me laugh. <laughs> okay. And Kelly, what about you? I liked seeing Noodle Noggin again. Um, or, you know, just the reference to the, the Puppet, Puppet Rulers episode, because it's always been one of my, my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of cool, I, I, I like the, um, just the part where <laughs> Pinky is writing, Dear Santa, hello. And then he laughs to himself and then says, ha ha, narf. And then writes, ha ha, narf. <laughs> Which, <laughs> I'd like that too. Yes. It's, it's, I don't know. This is an episode I've seen uh, a few times now uh, in the review of this. And actually last year, I should mention, I even reviewed this episode last year on the Advent Calendar podcast uh, with the folks over there. And the Advent Calendar podcast, everybody, is a is a great podcast to listen to definitely in December and they even go into February as well, but they review a different Christmas special each episode of their podcast. And so if you want to look back and uh, just focus on a bunch of sometimes really obscure and sometimes really bad Christmas specials, I 
recommend checking the Advent pod, uh, Advent Calendar podcast out. They're friends of the show, and uh, check them out. They're awesome. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and move on to the second part right here, where they actually go to the North Pole. And Kelly, why don't you tell us what happens here in the in the middle act? Okay, well, Pinky and the Rain, uh, they had decided to go to the North Pole and, and be elves. And uh, they first they have to get there. And so they end up getting on a, a plane um, and they have this uh, dummy where uh, it's holding, you know, looks like it's holding their cage. And the pilot, she's she's interesting. I, I don't know. I, maybe it's just me, but she kind of reminded me of Large Marge a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, talked. yeah. You know, it kind of had that husky truck driver voice going on there. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, she's flying the plane and she's like, well, you don't talk very much, do you? And she said, I used to have an ex-boyfriend like that. And he didn't talk much either, just thinking all the time. Turned out he was a propane tank. <laughs> she said, that explains a lot. <laughs> and uh, it, it sort of just goes to show that she, she's no judge of character. Cause she, now she's talking to a dummy and doesn't even realize and uh like a pillowcase so, for a head <laughs> yeah it's wow and uh, maybe she's got bad eyesight or something maybe. oh but she's a pilot <laughs> oh yeah wait a second <laughs> oh, uh, driving through a snowstorm yes yeah. Yeah. this is a great idea so, well and then she tells him you know you take the will because you know just let anybody take take control of the planes okay but of course he's a dummy so he can't take the will and the pinky or the brain can't get out of the cage because the I guess the bars are frozen and there's like take the wheel and um then uh you know the plane's not really going very straight and the, the door flies open and the head comes off the the dummy and she's freaking out because obviously the mice aren't flying the plane and Ray, um I was thinking I don't think I really want to be an elf really what do you want to be a dentist. We've seen too many Christmas specials, Pinky. Which, of course, is a reference <laughs> to Hermie the Elf from the Rudolph Christmas special that comes on every year, and I've already watched it this year. So <laughs> that's that that won me over because I love that. And it's very obscure. I, I won't say it's obscure, but it's a very small reference. Yeah, it's uh, you very got, throwaway. You kind of, yeah, you blink and you miss <laughs> it. But uh, they, they finally end up at the North Pole. Um being in the brain, they, they you know they they've got elf costumes and, and elf ears and, and everything, and they're interviewing for the or the brain's interviewing, and he's got d- degrees in mechanical engineering and you know uh, regular or no, I'm sorry, mechanical design and electrical engineering and like all these things, and, and the elf's like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna be in the mailroom, <laughs> and uh, they um they uh, are helping input the um requests from the kids into the, the computers uh, and so many requests that the uh, brains gave them carpal tunnel syndrome and um, uh, and he, they had mentioned the, the big supercomputers earlier and the brain says oh yeah the Santa's computers that work by candy canes and potpourri you know magical magical computers but apparently not because you have to actually input the, the information in by hand uh, mechanical hands but you still have to do it take this letter for example Danny Oren a bike a science kit and the noodle noggin doll? Shotzi, what is this noodle noggin doll? I don't recall that. Yeah, well, uh, Mr. C, uh, we're not really sure. I got those dumb guys down there going crazy looking for the blueprints. 
whatever it is, we're gonna need a lot of them. Every kid on this spreadsheet is asking for one. The head elf, I guess, is talking to Santa, and he doesn't understand what all the requests are for this noodle noggin. It's like, you know, what is this? We're gonna have to make a billion of them. Every every child wants one. And uh, the head elf is shot Shotsky with a goatee, I guess. So Santa's asking him what's up with the facial hair. And <laughs> I um and I don't know if that was a reference to anything. It just seemed odd. Yeah, I, I did too. That was kind of like a weird joke that they were doing. Like I that didn't quite land, but it did feel like they were yeah. referencing something that I didn't get. So Yeah, I thought so maybe. There. Now quickly, Pinky. We must hurry. Brain, there's one more letter. Mine! Pinky, grow up. There's no time. We've got to switch the blueprints and get Noodle Noggin into production. Now follow. The head elf finds them and says, What are you doing in here? We're on break. And uh, he said, No, that you know, you can't can't be in here. And he's like, Well, you know, don't we get a break? Or we're part of the elf union. He's like, We don't have a union. And um, they're like, well, you think it's really fair for the common elves? And Shotsky's like, get out, get out of here. And um, but he realizes they're up to no good and start, you know, starts chasing them. And they end up uh, trying to get into a, a flowery van. And uh, it runs on lipsticks. So <laughs> I'm guessing it was kind of like a Barbie thing. Yes. Uh, oh, Bobby's go-go van. I can't start it. What's under the hood? Lipstick. And then they try to get in a truck that's moving at the pace of a crawl. Come on, mama. And then they get in a little red Corvette looking, you know, convertible, I guess. Kind of reminded me of, well, Gizmo was in a pink Barbie car. It still kind of reminded me of Gizmo in the, the Gremlins movie, driving a little car. <laughs> and, um... Which he was wearing a Santa hat at that time, and is a Christmas movie. So, oh, okay, it's uh, true. Gremlins is a because Christmas Gremlins movie. is a Christmas movie. So, <laughs> um, uh, but the uh, the car crashes, and it has airbags, which I was really amazed by. And uh, so then the quality uh, stuff at the North Pole. That is, yeah, so <laughs> good safety. Toy. So then the head elf elf grabs him out of the car. <laughs> And yes, they've been they've been captured, and uh, they I think they say that they're Canadian elves, and uh, yeah, that doesn't work. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> you guys aren't real elves, are you? Of course we are. We're just Canadian elves trying to blend in, eh? Uh huh. Yeah, Canadian. Well, you fail. Let's uh, let's talk about a few uh, you know little references. First of all, that. that I didn't notice this until today that the pilot is named uh, the, the woman pilot. I should name mention is named Dave Burl. So a very feminine name <laughs> for that weird pilot. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they mentioned uh, that Pinky mentions. I'm surprised he mentions that brain looks like a young Sigmund Sigmund Freud. Which wow, Pinky, that's I'm amazed <laughs> that you even know who Sigmund Freud is, let alone. You know, no, you know what he, he looks like. Probably but, thinks it's someone else. Yeah, so. exactly. Well, <laughs> and of course, uh, you know, the brain says he's he's you know considers himself Jungian, which of course is Carl Jung. Which two different, you know, if you took take psychology in college, you know, you learn all about 
Freud, you know, Freudism, Freudianism. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Versus Jungism, Jungian. What I you see, you know what? This is ridiculous. I took psychology. I don't <laughs> even remember what it is. Anyway, the Donner These are definitely jokes that like little kids would. Get, oh yeah, totally, know, these... absolutely. <laughs> uh, the Donner Party is referenced. Look, Rain. The reindeers are inviting elves to join them for a party at Donner's house. Hmm. Somehow, the idea of joining the Donner Party is unappealing. And I thought they were going to do a reindeer games uh, reference, but no, it's uh, they're referencing the Donner Party, which doesn't sound it's even darker. Yes, exactly. <laughs> which of course is where some uh, folks, I think it was what, this is like back in like the the Oregon Trail days, uh, got stuck in a blizzard and uh, uh, had to resort to cannibalism. If they'd only known how how much of a pop culture reference they'd be someday <laughs> exactly oh they'd be so proud of themselves okay mm. well <laughs> anyway <laughs> that's pretty much does it i think for uh so, uh, the references to stuff but uh nathan kelly what were some of your favorite moments let's start with you nathan again what were some moments that stood out the pilot was hilarious uh yeah just saying that she misses her boyfriend even after <laughs> she realized it was a propane tank. Look, she just needed a somebody she just needed somebody who didn't talk that much. She just, you know, yeah. someone who listens. Yes, so. Which is a good um, thing to have. Yeah. Don't talk much, do you? Yeah. Had a boyfriend like you once. Always thinking. Real quiet. Turned out he was actually a propane tank, which explained a lot. I miss him. And uh, I feel like Brain is doing an impersonation of Regis Philman when he's driving the car and he says, I don't have control. So similar to... <laughs> oh, gosh. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it, it must be. Uh, it's, I, yeah, it's a callback. That's right. It's um, a callback. <laughs> I, did, I did love that part where it's just the Brain, come on, mama. Yep, that that slow truck, it cracks me up each time. Um, mm-hmm. Really funny stuff. Uh, Kelly, what about you? Well, uh, I already mentioned the dentist. Of course, yes. I I like the pilot, too. I thought she was funny. The whole propane tank had me rolling. <laughs> hey, Gat, this is Pinky, and you're listening to Animaticast. You know why? Because you're going to take over the world. No. Yeah, good stuff. So they've been they've been captured. Nathan, tell us what happens here in the in, they're being interrogated in the third act. Yeah, they're under a, a light, and uh, they're he's trying to figure out who they are, what's going on, and another elf pulls out the, what turns out to be the blueprints for Noodle Knocking, and then he's figured it out that Pinky and the Brain are trying to you know espionage and uh, trying to steal the data. Hey, 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 these are the blueprints for the noodle noggin dolls, what that we're looking for. A little industrial espionage, eh? Who you working for? The Easter Bunny? The Tooth Fairy? Herschel the Hanukkah Goblin? Oh, no. Brain drew those plans himself. Why, him? Well, gosh darn it, you caught me. Shucks. Now you'll just have to make those dolls. You got it, booby. When he turns around, again, Pinky and the Brain are gone. Except you can hear Pinky laughing as he runs out the room. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he gives chase, and they uh, make their way into the factory where they've already begun production on Noodle Noggin. They have to make a billion of these before Santa takes off. 
Uh, so, uh, and still, her, what's his name? Hershwitz? No, I. Schlotsky? Schlotsky's looking for him. Not Schlotsky, Schotsky. Schotsky. Schotsky's looking for him. Running through the factory. You can't find him because they are now on the assembly line with all the noodle noggins, which look like Brain, remember? Um, so Brain just looks like himself. And then Pinky has to look like Brain, which is a really cool uh, animation design there. And they're going on the uh, line, and uh, Shotzi has to leave because Santa can't remember what he says. So <laughs> The, the uh, on Don or on Dasher, which... Oh, I thought it was just ho-ho. <laughs> oh, really? The thing that he says. Well, <laughs> either way. Santa says a lot of things, but either way, it, it kind of did worry me that Santa's about to go on this uh, you know, cross-continental flight, and he's forgetting <laughs> things. Shotzi, Santa's about to leave, and he can't remember that thing he says. Like, this is not a good sign for Santa, but okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they're going uh, on the assembly line, and, you know, wouldn't you know, there's some uh, quality checks where you have to pull off the head and put stuff in it, and um, both Pinky and the Brain fail that. Their heads get turned around backwards, even, which is kind of scary. And they get thrown into the dumpster where they see the sleigh is about to take off, so they decide to per- impersonate Reindeer. Uh, instead of just getting in the sleigh. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, I guess. Doesn't when, make that uh, much sense. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's a funny joke. Yes. When, uh... When Pinky tries to act natural, and he starts just laughing and acting too natural, I guess. For Pinky, at least. Just act natural, Pinky. Right, Brain. La, 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 la! Zord! Ha, ha, ha! Laugh! Point! Hey, God! <laughs> Pinky, not that natural. Moo! And then says moo again. Call back to, I think, the first yes. segment, maybe. Uh, <laughs> and it, it apparently works because they take off, and when they find themselves over the lab, they jump out and through the window and crash on top of the hypnotic device that needs to work with the noodle noggin to hypnotize everyone. So frantically... Uh, Brain is trying to fix it, and um, he asks Pinky for a paperclip from the bag, and that's when Pinky realizes he never gave Santa the letter that he's been spending this whole episode trying to write and give to Santa. Yeah, and we should like, we should mention that real quick. This is something that he mentions like in every act, yeah. like at least once or twice. This letter, yeah, and this is very important. And of course, the brain dismisses him uh, as you every know, time. Yeah, too childish, you know. Uh, it's almost as if, you know, the brain is almost saying, <laughs> if I didn't know any better, it's almost like he's saying, stop believing in Santa Claus. You know, that's silly. You know, it's because he, at like one point. saying, yeah, like Santa doesn't read your letters and things like that. You know, like. Yeah, even though he had perfect opportunity to just type it in. With the yeah. Other letters in the but his act. hands are already sore by that's that true. time. That's true. He doesn't, he can't do a few more words, but yeah. <laughs> it's too bad. Uh, so, yeah. The, so, Pinky's now crying he's in tears at least you know uh being he's so upset because you know he really wanted to give santa this letter and he totally forgot to do it and then uh but pink but brain's just really upset he's trying to get this machine working um and finally it looks like it's ready to go all pinky has to do is pull lever when it gets to the red on this dial so um while while the dial's going up to red Brain's getting, like, you see his intense eyes and everything. And then um, he looks down and he's holding the letter and he decides to read it. And first words are, of course, Dear Santa, uh, 
Haha, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Which I like that they still kept that. Yes. And then he goes on to read it, and it's actually like really sad. I, I'm guessing we just play it here, just yeah. in its entirety. I don't know. Yeah, let's play the whole thing right here, because it's, you know... To, to summarize it would would not do it justice. So here's yeah. here's uh, Maurice LaMarche as the brain reading uh, the letter. Dear Santa, hello, haha, Narf. This year, Santa, I ask for nothing, but I wish to tell you about my dear friend, the brain. He is honest and very hardworking, and only wants what's best for the world, but he gets no reward. He is only greeted with defeat. He never gives up. But I know it must be very hard. So please, take anything that you had for me and give it to my best friend in the whole world. The brain. <laughs> Love, Pinky. P.S. By any chance do you have in that big old bag of yours, the world. You're on, Brain. Um, ladies and gentlemen of the world, you will do as I say. For I, I command you, I command you to... Christmas, everyone. Have a merry, merry Christmas. Joy to the world. Yes. <laughs> he ends up smashing the machines after uh, telling everyone to have a merry Christmas, and he's still, you know, crying and everything. Um, and you cut back to everyone, and they're saying they're sticking their head out the window, saying "Merry Christmas" in all sorts of languages. Except Bill Clinton can't seem to open the window. Poor guy. And he says, uh, "Merry Christmas." <laughs> good, good Clinton um, impression. Thank you. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's uh, it's very it's very nice. Uh, we we then cut to uh, Pinky and the Brain giving each other gifts. Uh, Brain's given. Pinky a spell checker which he loves and Brain has given Pinky or sorry Pinky has given Brain uh, a little keychain and it's the shape of the world and it's so cute and just so happy and uh, Merry Christmas everyone just, oh. I'll be right over <laughs> oh poor Nathan he's got to take a time out well uh, there's there's really um, yeah I'm trying to think of any kind of little references there are a few in this little part uh, he mentions uh, Herschel the Hanukkah Goblin which is a book uh, I believe called Herschel and the Hanukkah Goblins, and uh, it's like a you know it's a little kids book. I have not read it myself, but uh, it is a book. Perhaps that is what they are referencing, or it's just a funny <laughs> thing to say. Herschel and Hanukkah and uh, goblins. Uh, yeah, sure, why not tooth fairies and why not Hanukkah goblins? Uh, <laughs> uh, when Pinky does look like uh, the brain, he really looks, I think, extra like caricatures I've seen of Tom Minton. Minton who, of course, is one of the inspirations for the brain. That might not be intentional, but he just really looked like him. But I think uh, probably the biggest cultural references that you may have seen in this is uh, when they go into the White House and they show the Clintons 
all opening up presents. And of course, Clinton really likes that noodle noggin, which go figure, especially if he liked him as a little kid, you know, uh, mm. would make sense. But uh, he was very happy to see a noodle noggin doll. Uh, but Socks has a scratching post or a cat toy of some sort, and it is a Newt Gingrich uh, scratching post. Socks the cat, of course, that was the Clinton's cat. And so he's, you know, scratching at the, scratching at Newt Gingrich, who was the Speaker of the House at the time. And as we know, you know, history repeats itself. Speakers of the House don't often get along with the president, especially when they're of opposite parties. Well, yeah, especially <laughs> and, when and, they're... <laughs> and, and facing impeachment and everything like that, too. So there you go. History repeating itself on the Animaniacast. Um, anyway... Uh, let's talk about the, the, the final scene though, because I think, uh, that's probably the one that we want to talk about the most is, um, what did you, what did you guys think when you, when you saw this, uh, this final scene? Uh, it was sad. No, it was was good. I thought there was lots of great emotions. It was really sweet. Yeah. This is, this was see, I believe Maurice LaMarche, uh, in his panel audio way back when we were first starting at Phoenix Comic-Con, uh, said that this was one of his favorite moments um, ever of Pinky and the Brain. And you could really tell that, it, you know, it wasn't really acting at this point. They were really, you know, I could see them. I could see Rob Paulson and Maurice LaMarche in my head in the recording studio, tearing up in my mind uh, for this scene. It was just so beautifully written. And it's just a weird combination of, Pinky crying and try, or trying not to cry, you know mm. he's crying a little bit and then trying to hold it back and doing this for his friend uh, because you know you even though he's so disappointed he's not going to get his letter read but he he wants to help the brain because he loves him so much and then the brain stressing and it, like you were saying Nathan the eyeballs of the of brain just getting big and the anticipation and the anxiety is building are they going to be able to do this mm-hmm. and they do. I mean, this is like one of the few moments in the show where the brain could have took over the world. He had them. He had everybody. And it was for a conscious decision that he made to give it up. Because he always wants what's best for the world, as Pinky put. (laughs) Of course. Um, And then just really, to to end with the brain getting the world on a keychain, was just the perfect little, you know, cherry on top to this. Um, just really fantastic. Really fantastic. Anyway, um, is there any other uh, things right here that you guys would like to mention before we uh, wrap up this episode? Uh, Pinky looks like the dog from The Grinch when he's a reindeer. He does. He looks like Max. <laughs> Both They look like Max the dog Yeah, The Grinch. Yeah. Uh. And Kelly, cute. what about you? Uh, I don't have anything extra to say. All right. Well, in that case, let's go ahead and get to our water tower rating. Well, what do you guys think? Out of five water towers, how many would you give the Pinky and the Brain Christmas special? Um, Nathan, let's start with you. You know, I'm going to give it five i feel like if this doesn't get five i don't know what would so let's give this five water towers it's i thought every segment was very funny there was at least one joke that had had me actually laugh out loud 
And it was a very sweet ending. So yeah, five five water towers. Okay, and Kelly, what about <laughs> Kelly? What about stars? You? What are we? <laughs> it's it's Christmas time, so you could say stars Christmas as well. Stars, I don't Christmas know. stars. Uh, Kelly, what about you? I'll I'll give it uh, four and a half. I um I didn't consider it like perfection. Y- y'all know some of the episodes that I do, and you know they they have to rank really high. But uh, I thought it was really sweet and touching, and uh, the visuals were great. Like I said, with the zooming car, and and I like the pilot, and of course the Rudolph reference. Uh, I, I I think they could have probably worked in some more funny Christmas references. Uh, they have so many to choose from, but but from what they did, I thought it was really uh, cute and funny, and just just a sweet episode overall. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a five as well. Um, I think it's just, uh, as Pinky and the Brain goes, I think it's, uh, about as good as it gets with, uh, with Pinky and the Brain. I think this is, uh, it's, it's funny. Like Nathan said, it was laugh out loud stuff. And, uh, yeah, it, it really is. I think it's one of the, definitely one of the sweetest episodes you're ever going to find in Pinky the Brain ever. Um, it really just kind of showcases their, their relationship that uh, how close they are and and how much they care about each other even the brain who can just say oh you know pinky so it drives me nuts but uh it's uh it's like charles m howell was saying you know like when he was on our show originally that they just love each other there's there's just a really great relationship and there you go it's five stars or five water towers <laughs> for me as well Well, let's go ahead and get to some contact information. Nathan, where can people find you online? Ooh, well, I'm on Twitter, uh, DjangoFT, that's me. And Kelly, what about you? I'm also on Twitter, YodaPrincess, Y-O-D-A-P-R-N-C-S-S, or email me, Kelly, at BigShinyRobot.com. All right, and as for the Animaniacast, we're on Facebook and Twitter, and Instagram, and of course, you can go ahead and uh, head over to Discord if you're, you know, into that. Discord.animaniacast.com will get you a welcome link to the RetroZap group, and uh, we are a proud member of the RetroZap podcast community. In fact, you can subscribe to the RetroZap podcast feed on your favorite podcast player, and that way you can get every single RetroZap podcast, including this one. For free. And uh, if you go to the Discord server for RetroZap, you can talk to us about Animaniacs or cartoons or Muppets or even The Rise of Skywalker and The Mandalorian, which lots of discussions are over there about that Baby stuff. Yoda. Baby Yoda. Yaddle. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so head on over there, discord.animaniacast.com. Well, that'll do it for today's episode. So for Nathan and Kelly, this is Joey saying good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Ho, ho, ho. This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures, Freakazoid, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated. My plan, Pinky, is to get a noodle noggin doll into every home on the planet. 
And then, on Christmas Day, we broadcast my hypnotic suggestion to the world... Impersonate Regis Philbin! <laughs>